All right, what's up, everyone? It's Zach, and today I'm here with a very special guest. I am here with my man, Brian Malgoza. Brian, how are you? I'm doing well, brother. How are you? Good, man. I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking, and thanks for taking some time to be a part of this. I appreciate the invite. Of course, man. So for everyone listening back home, Brian, a really, really awesome guy. He he works um, in, in engineering, and he has some pretty cool things recently, honestly, that he's been working on, which has been really cool through his job. Outside of that, uh, he's an athlete, really big into fitness like myself. Um, he's a mental health advocate, which I love. Um, you know, mental health is so important. And uh, I'm just a really great, positive guy. So that's a little bit about Brian and just kind of so you can get a picture of who he is. But do you mind telling us about yourself a little bit, your background, who you are, the things you're doing, all that stuff? Of course. I appreciate the intro. So, yes, my name is Brian, um, but I grew up with the nickname Scary B. So everyone that knows me and meets me, they know me as Scary B. I don't even introduce myself as Brian anymore <laughs> and it, it, because it's, if I had this experience one time a, a couple of years back pre-COVID where, you know, I, I was meeting people at the gym and I was introducing mutual friends to each other. And they were like, wait, I thought you'd say your name was Scary and you're, you're introducing yourself as Brian to this person, <laughs> you know? So, it's just, yeah. yeah, the name came from um, because I grew up. I grew up pretty hard, man. The the cliche way to say is like, oh, I grew up on the streets. Like I really did. And um, that's why I'm so, so hardcore mental health advocate and um, very strong view in men's mental health. Be- no, you know, because um, I grew up very in a macho family, machismo, okay. as you would say. My dad's mm-hmm. Hispanic. My, you know, um, my mom was Italian. And um, it was just pretty rough. It was me and my brother. I lost my mom at a very young age. I was six years old. So having to fend for my brother to make sure he was okay, that put a lot of what I've learned through depression and, you know, my own battles. I I had to take care of my brother and act as an adult while I was six, seven years old. Wow. So, yeah, going through life was pretty scary, hence the name Scary B. So I'm uh, very into... Uh, fitness, bodybuilding, and the gym in general, because <clears throat> for real, bodybuilding saved my life. Um, I've met a lot of people in the industry, I, in the sport alone. I've met a lot of pro athletes, pro coaches, people that are, they look very hard, very big, very intimidating online, but they're the big. Yeah, man, you're talking about how um, you've been able to meet a lot of people within bodybuilding and the sport and how um, they might seem kind of like tough or hard, but they're they're like some of the nicest like teddy bear kind of people out there. Right. So, yes, correct. As I was saying that. And um, so when I met these people and I, I'm talking pros, I would I would uh, travel around, travel up and down the state to go to different shows because I, I got really into the gym, you know, how they would say it's your iron therapy. I, I found comfort in the gym alone, um, transforming my body. I, 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 I felt really hard in the depression and that opened up um, eating to hide my feelings and just to like, you know, suck it up buttercup and you're a man, you have to, you know, not, <laughs> I, I, I was always ignorant to those feelings because of the way I was raised. But when I when I really spiraled down and it, when things really got dark for me, 
I had my wife to support me. I had my kids in the house, but I still felt alone because I grew up alone. So no matter what in life, I always felt alone. But the gym, it, like it's so, I, I, I love my family. I love my, my wife and kids, you know, but in the gym, I, I felt like I can control those things. Yeah. I can control what I do in there. I can control who I want to talk to. I can control who I don't want to talk to, what I want to work out, what I don't want to work out. It's in my control where everything in the world, it's not, you know, right. it's, it's out of my control. You have to learn how to live with it, adjust it and, and go through with it. You know, you, there's things that you can do. There's things that you could work for, goals that you want to achieve, uh, careers that you want to get to. But things happen that are out of your control that you cannot control in life. And I felt like the biggest comfort when I was in those four walls inside that building, lifting those weights and literally transforming my body. And as I was going through that, I met people that, like I said, scary, intimidating. But when I would approach them, when I got out of my barrier, they they seem like the biggest teddy bears and nicest <laughs> people in the world. They wanted yeah. to teach me. They liked me because I had tattoos and, and I, and they wanted to know my story. Cause all of my tattoos have stories. Not, okay. not a single one of them are, Oh, I'm just going to get this. So, you know, that was uh, um, an open invitation for them to start a conversation with me while they're training and doing things. And that was, for me to talk to them and ask them questions, you know, and, and, yeah. and I wanted to be like them. I wanted to look like them and I wanted to feel like them. And I wanted to be like them, giving it off to other people. And I'm talking like that's three, four five years. That's like four or five years ago when, when I okay. first started in the gym industry, you know, and ever since then, just the whole network in general of myself has grown so much with so many people where I've learned so much about each individual, how people are different, bodies are different, feelings, emotions, why, why it's important to talk and why, we, why we're all battling and why we're all in the same thing, doing the same thing in the same building. Everyone has their own battles, but we're there together. And, it, and it's all an open invitation to talk, to to be there with each other we're all brothers and sisters so now yeah. why not act like it exactly i love that man and i mean your your whole story and journey is just really it's it's inspiring it gives you a lot of perspective and it just it's eye-opening like you said you know we all need to look out for each other and we need to have those conversations and i mean like i've you and i we've been we've been chopping it up probably since my uh, eye injury and yeah when that, 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 that I don't mean to cut you off. No, but you're good. You, you are a perfect example of what I just said. Yeah. Like June, July, when I got into my eye injury, I'm already in the game. I'm already in the industry. I'm a personal trainer myself. I'm not a. I'm not a coach. I'm not a, a, pre, a prep coach, a um, competition coach, because they're mm -hmm. all different. I, I, I'm a personal trainer. I, I, I can teach you how to work out. I can teach you how to use this stuff. I can teach you how to eat right, teach you how to exercise. And, and I can teach you the path of yep. the sport and what you want to do. And when I got into my eye injury, I, I was set. I, I, I was in the year. That was my year to compete. I was going to step on mm -hmm. stage and I wanted to do the the NPC gladiator. I wanted to do my thing 
And that set me back. And that really put me in such a mental bad state of mind. It was a very traumatic experience for me. And I had just, I, I would, I, I was maybe six, maybe eight months into a new gym that I got into to weight lift. And mm-hmm. the amount of people that reached out to me in the, in the industry alone, the amount of people that reached out to me just to see how I was doing, how, how my mind was doing, if I was okay, that meant the world to me, you know? Yeah. So all I want to do is just give it back that, you know, why, why, why keep something that I can give it back? You know what I mean? Even if oh, it's yeah. just a thank you, that's how I met you, man. You yeah. know, and, and, and it's, it's I don't, it, it, to me, it's a blessing. It, it, it's a blessing oh, yeah. that I want to give back. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, I mean, ever since we first connected, it's been a great, genuine connection. We've been looking out for each other, just, you know, sending good energy, good thoughts, prayers, all that good stuff, and just, you know, helping out each other along our journeys. And we've had a lot of life talks and just a lot of good stuff. And I I know you always, you're always there if I need anything. And I hope you know that I'm always here if you need anything. So that's what it's about. That's, that's life, man, just having those genuine connections and, and having the conversations, even if they're not always the easiest for us to have they're important to have of course you're right yeah definitely so you know i know that you've talked about just like all the various things that you've experienced right with from your childhood to kind of like the mental health side to the eye injury that you had last year um i mean how how do you stay positive through it all man like you're you're one of the most positive people i know and i can think of and you're always grateful you're showing gratitude you're always giving your time to others what keeps you going even though like you've been through things and you still have challenges? My kids, bro. Okay. My, my three little boys, because my mom abandoned me when she left me and she died. And my dad was very, 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 very not father figure. When I look at my kids, they, when people say, Oh, my, my kids are good kids and they deserve the world. And, so cliche this and this and that i i am literally gonna spill it out to you my my kids are amazing the 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 people at the day at the gym the people in the gym in general love them the bodybuilders that i work out with they love them my 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 kids keep me going because if i'm not going there's nothing going for them and Mm -hmm. i don't ever want to fail them so when they see when they see dad giving their time and passing out flowers at the store because this person doesn't look, you know, happy or, or maybe that person looks happy, but they got something inside. My, my, my kids go and pick up flowers and give it to the next person as well, because they know my, my, my kids are, my kids, you think I feel energy? My, my kids feel your energy more than I do. And they keep me mm-hmm. going, you, you know, because I'm nobody without them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, now, I, I am a bit curious, like I know you said that you're, when you were a kid, things were very tough on you, and maybe you didn't have the best support or role models when you were growing up. Have you felt pressure to be the best role model for your kids now? Or like, do you just feel like, oh, this is what I didn't have, I'm going to give them exactly what I wanted when I was growing up? See, I wouldn't, uh, I, yes, to okay. your question of pressure. But it's more of like when I when I go was when I was going through it and I when I was battling depression, 
And, and people say, oh, I'm depressed or, or I'm depressed today and I'm happy tomorrow or even seasonal depression. No, like I, I battled depression. I was, mm -hmm. it was very bad. My wife couldn't get me out of bed. Um, I had a, I had to be institutionalized because I couldn't mm. get out of my head. And it was never, it was never um, like I wanted to hurt myself. I never, I never came to that because I never wanted to abandon my kids. But there was times where I would lay down in bed and I would scream like, oh, I don't want to wake up tomorrow because I'm not feeling right. And it's not fair to my family. So when yeah. I battled, I, I learned that the things that I did in life wasn't pressure to, to be the person that I am now. And to give everything to my kids, I've learned that everything I did in life was to prove my dad wrong. And, mm. and, and it was never meant to be like that. I, I, yeah. I, I became the successful, you're right, I'm an engineer. I'm a robotics engineer. I build prosthetic yep. limbs for kids. And that's the most, I, I can't even explain the feelings that I feel every day I go to work. Because every day I go to work, it teaches me more and more not to be envious of everybody else. So that's another thing that keeps me going because these kids are born or they go through trauma and they lose a limb or they don't have a limb when they come into the world, but they're normal. I'm talking my kids age, five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, but they're learning to adjust to life. And I'm over here trying to help them adjust in a different way, but they're already happy and content the way they are, you know? Yeah. And when I, every day is a learning experience. So I've learned that everything that I've ever did in my life to be the successful person that I thank God that I am today was never for my family or for myself. It was always to prove my dad wrong. Yeah. And I don't want, and, and, and that was wrong. And I'm, and I'm not like that anymore. It's everything that I do now is time for my family. I value yeah. my time so much that I, I legitimately do my 40 at work and then I give the rest of my time to my family. We go to the gym together. We work out together. The kids are in a, a workout program in the daycare downstairs where they're learning what mom and dad are doing upstairs. I love that. Um, yes. Um, this year, my biggest goal this year with my wife is to open up a storefront where we can put a fitness center in it where the clients that I'm training at the gyms that I'm at, I can bring them to our center. Yeah. You know, and we have that. So that's something that I'm doing with my wife and my kids because I'm doing it for them. I'm not doing it for anybody else. So you've mentioned that everything that you're doing, you do it for your kids, you do it for your wife, your, for family, right? That's the, the most important thing to you. Family. Do you, yep. do you also, would you also say that you're doing these things for yourself as well? Or is it really just the, the, your kids and your wife that is the motivator? It's not really anything to do with yourself. It's just that. It, my wife and kids are my biggest motivation. Okay. But um, I, I have learned through personal therapy because I, I go to therapy once a week. So mm -hmm. through my own personal therapy, I have learned that it's okay to be selfish yeah. in a sense where it's okay to take time for yourself and to do things for yourself. So I have found that even though I do things fitness wise and things with my family, I know that at least the whole fitness lifestyle is a better lifestyle for myself yep. to be healthy and live longer for my family. I love that. I love that, man. That's, that's really what I was hoping you would say. Cause like, dude, you're, you're such a selfless person. Like you put everyone first, you, you, you're always, you know, interacting with people. You're, you take amazing care of your family uh, and I think it's just important that you know too that like you deserve it. 
the same love that you give to people, you deserve that yourself, man. And I'm glad to hear that you you've come to kind of learn and, and agree that like you also deserve to do things for yourself and take care of yourself because that's super important too. I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. Of course, man, of course. So, you know, I know that you mentioned growing up the whole like scary bee, it came from the way that you grew up and, you know, kind of growing up in the streets, growing up, you know, it was tough and everything. And I would say, you know, you are very successful now. When you were younger, like if I told you when you were a kid, like you would be this successful now, like, would you believe me? Or would you be like, oh my gosh, no, I could never see this coming. I would not believe you one bit. It's okay. crazy you tell me that because my wife asked me that the other day. I, I, would, I, I told her the same thing. I would not believe that. I, I, honestly, I wouldn't even know if I would be here in this world by now. Wow. Mm, man, that's, I mean, I think that's just like a good message to anyone listening. Like, just going, like, just don't you give up. Keep going. You don't. And uh, I don't mean that in like a scary sense of way. Like, um... My mom, my, my mom died of uh, liver failure. She was depressed oh, wow. and drank herself to death. You know, mm. she killed her liver and whatnot. But she yeah. also had, um, like, she had liver disease. She had kidney. She had a bunch of stuff that was going wrong with her. that she didn't take care of herself. And she just drank herself to death. I'm, I'm more of like my mom than I am like my dad. My brother's more like my father and then like my mother. So like a, a couple, like a, a few of the um, health problems that my mother had are hereditary that I had gotten from her. Okay. And when I went, th- when I started the gym and I was going through my stuff <clears throat> to better myself and to uh, be a better lifestyle and be healthier, I had a, I don't know what you call it, a heart murmur or a little yeah. hole in your heart, um, irregular heartbeat. I was a very overweight you know, I'm 5'10". I was 220 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very, I was very bad off. And um, I started to be, I started to get into a better lifestyle to be better, to get better, to be more healthier, where all of that with my heart situation and my heart problem, it's non-existent anymore. It took time, but it got better where I don't need medications or I don't need a surgery or I don't need to worry about that hole there anymore. Yeah. It closed up, you know, so I, I, it's just, it's, it's, it has gotten better for me way, way better. Yeah. That's what, that's what I mean. Like I might not have, I might not be in this world anymore if I didn't take care of myself. If I, if I, you know, what if I got into drinking and I got into stuff like that, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's amazing. So, you know, congratulations, man, for just all the hard work that you've put into, you know, turn around your health and to get yourself and yourself and your family in the position you are right now with, you know, just how, how dedicated you've been to, to working out and changing your health and making sure that you're here, you know, for all the people that you care about and, and the people that count on you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate of course. That. Of course. So, you know, you mentioned how working out, going to eating right things like that that really helped kind of you turn around you have like the the turnaround in your life did you like how did you get started with those kind of things like was it just like completely learning on your own and then like talking to people at the gyms and stuff and learning that way or like did you ever work out when you were younger and knew what you're doing a little bit not really um i came out of the doctor one day i it was um i wasn't i was in chicago the city of chicago Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife picked me up from the doctor and um, I didn't, 
I didn't have good news. It was, it was bad news considering my health and my heart. And, um, she's like, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? Um, because I'm the sole provider of my family, my wife, she's a, um, a hairstylist and makeup artist. That, that's what she does for a living. And it's amazing work that she does. You know, it's awesome. But I, I, I bring home the bread in the sense where I don't, I don't have to worry about my wife's. We don't worry about my wife's income. You know, she does what she does. She, uh, she saves the money, does, puts it towards the kids, whatever it needs, whatever, whatever. You know, but I know that, you know, I, I pay the house. I, I know that everything's going to be okay. I don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it. it, it it's whatever. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, we came home and she was like, you know, it, it's going to put you out for a while. What are we going to do? And on the way home, while we were talking about that, I just told her, babe, stop right here. And it was a gym. And, I, and she's like, why? What are we going to do? I'm like, nothing. I just, I need to ask you a question real quick. And I walked in and I went to the front desk and I said, hey, can I speak to a manager? I asked the manager, hey, I, I don't know what I'm going to ask or what I'm doing, but I'm not healthy and I need to better my health and I need help. And he sat me down and he asked me, he's like, you look scared. What happened? And I talked to him. And I told him, like, I just got this news from the doctor and I, I don't have all this money. I was in school to be an engineer. I was working as a forklift driver, putting myself through school. I had a kid already and I had my wife. So I'm explaining my situation to this guy and and I ended up building a really good bond and friendship with him because I didn't know that he was also a personal trainer and I didn't know anything about the gym in general. And I, uh, three days a week, I would go into the gym and work out with him and he would put me through crazy, a crazy workout where I would be throwing up. I, I would be hurting, sore, regret it, but I would learn so much from him, want more, you know, instead of going the only three days a week that I'm supposed to be there with him, I started to go more and more and more. And he was the one that opened up my eyes to everything. Wow. He was the one that taught me everything. I love that, you man. Know? And now to hear like, you're kind of doing that for other people, right? Like you're training people, you're helping people, you're opening up their eyes to the potential that they can have if they get their meals right or they get their workouts right you know like it just it's awesome to hear that why would you die with free information you know yeah. why would you not give it why would you not give it back is what i don't understand about people that's why this guy took the time out of his life to do this for me for free i paid a gym membership and he did this for free because he needed somebody to push him that he wasn't comfortable with he didn't know me. I was a stranger to him and he needed somebody to push him. You know, and we, and we did it together and it was, why, why would I want to go to the grave with that? I give mm-hmm. it back. You know what I mean? I give it back. Man. So as I'm hearing you tell the story, it's like, you know, you just, when, when your wife picked you up after you had that doctor's appointment, you just happened to be able to stop right in front of a gym you just happen to be able to speak to a manager who's also a trainer who was you know you said you're you're in school you're putting yourself through school you you know you didn't have all the money in the world but this person was willing to do it for free and help and push you and get you to where you're at like it's almost like this is like it's like fate you know what i mean it's like you were at the right place at the right time and like it's just like the universe god just whatever anyone believes in like doing it for you Exactly. It's, 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 to, I always feel like that. 
I always see it that way. That's why every morning I wake up. I'm not, I'm not religious. I'm not, but I'm very, very spiritual. I believe in God. I believe in our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and I believe in, in, in energy. I believe in what you give off is going to come back to you. What mm -hmm. you do is going to be, you're going to be able to receive back. Whether it's now, tomorrow, next year, in 10 years, it, it, it's the universe. It's going to come back to you. I wake up every morning and I say, thank you, God, um, for waking me up. Thank you, oh, universe, for getting me out of bed. And that's it. Boom. And I go upon my day. Whatever I get, I give it right back. Um, if it, it's, 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 I, I just, I can't express, I can't explain enough where you don't live in envy. You don't live greedy. You don't live like that. So if every, if those doors were open for me, it was for a reason. Yeah. They, you know, maybe, maybe I always believe that God gave, gives his strongest battles. I mean, he gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Mm -hmm. I always believed that. And I always believed that the path that he's paving for you right now is for a stronger battle that you're going to battle tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so maybe that day was the day that he wanted to open my eyes and tell me, hey, we need you to be here because you only have one kid right now, but I'm going to give you two more in a few years. Yeah. You know, and it, and it really kept me going. I love that, man. Have you always had this like belief in the universe and energy and spirituality, or is this something that you've kind of discovered recently? I discovered, I, I, I grew up Roman Catholic. Okay. And um, when I learned, when I was institutionalized, I read almost, I, what do you want to call them? The book, the Holy Bibles. I read the book. of. I'm very sorry if I'm going to say I'm wrong, but I, I read the book of Quran, the book of Jehovah. Um, of course, the, the Roman Catholic Bible, the, the Christian Bible, if you want to call it. Um, I, 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 read a, I read a bunch it, where it comes down to, I don't want to say they're the same, but what I've learned, everybody praises, preaches, follows what they believe in, the way they want to believe it, the way they want to teach it, the way they want to surround themselves with. That's, yes. what, that's what I believe in. And um, when I grew up Roman Catholic, I felt like it was right at the time. But when I was battling myself, I've learned that I have, it had implemented a lot of guilt inside of me and within me where I didn't, I don't believe that is right. So recently within the last four years is when I became very, very spiritual, yeah. very, this person full of energy, believe in energy, knowing that you are made of energy. What you give out is what's going to come back to you. You know, not in per se of karma sense, but we're all energy. Everything is energy. Yeah. It, you're so right. And like energy is a big thing that I personally believe in. And I think a lot of people in the world like underestimate how powerful energy is. And like, it's like, it's what you give off. We're, like you said, we are literally made of energy. So it's like what we give off is important. And like, even as like, if you surround yourself with negative energy, whether that's like, just like garbage on social media or just like really negative or toxic people like that's going to impact your own energy and the energy that you can give so it's like it's important to surround yourself with that positive energy exactly you 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 when they say you are what you eat you are what you eat you are what you watch you you you, you are what you surround yourself with what you present it's it's that is 100 percent true it, it's literally true 
it is yeah and that's why it's like you know just you have to be careful with like what you spend your energy on like to me i always say like energy is a currency it's like it's like dollars right like you only get a certain amount so you have to spend it wisely on the things that are actually going to improve your energy or give you the same energy that you're giving out i like that that's right yeah definitely so i know you said like within you know the last four or so years is kind of like when you've had this kind of shift and everything like was it hard for you to kind of shift and and believe more in energy and really pay attention to your energy or was it a pretty easy transition to to kind of become more spiritual it was very easy because um i i have the greatest relationship with god now with my god i have the greatest relationship with my god and and it's amazing how how did you how did you get that relationship or how did you grow it? I, I am not afraid to talk and I'm, okay. not, I'm not afraid to uh, ask for help anymore. I'm not afraid to uh, talk about anything, how I feel, um, anything in general. I'm not afraid anymore. And what I've learned by reading books and Bibles and um, talking to priests and pastors and brothers and monks I, I, all you have to do is talk to him like you talk to your friends. Yeah. Sit down and have a conversation with them, and 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 it builds such the greatest relationship because you may not hear words, or you may you 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 could. You right. know, there's times where I feel like I hear words, and and it's like, oh, I'll tell my wife that sometimes, or I'll tell a gym buddy, and they'll crack a joke like, oh man, you hear you're hearing yourself talk, or you're hearing voices in your head. But, you know, it's a joy it, to them. They know it's serious and it's, it, they just joke around with me. But it's like sometimes you'll get an answer. Sometimes you'll see an answer. And mm-hmm. when I see those, when I, more than anything, when I see those answers, it, 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 it gives me goosebumps. It warms my heart. And, that, and I know that it's real. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to uh, preach it to me. You don't have to tell it to me. You don't have to tell me that this is how it is when they say that seeing is believing that's a phrase that i grew up on seeing is believing i see it personally and Mm -hmm. and it's so it's beautiful i believe it that's amazing man and you know one thing that you said that really stuck out to me is like you're not afraid to talk you're not afraid to share what you're thinking or what you're feeling and you know if someone's listening to this podcast right now and and they, they are afraid. They are afraid to talk. They are afraid to open up. They are afraid to share their struggles. What kind of advice do you have for someone that might be in that position? It, it's, it's, it's scary. And I know that it may feel like you can't or you don't feel comfortable to do it. But um, like you said, if someone's out there that's listening, that's struggling inside or doesn't feel comfortable to say something, I hope you feel comfortable to reach out to me. Um, you can always reach out to me. You can always ask me anything. I can always help you find you in the right direction. Um, there's also beautiful people online that you can always either search or, um, you know, reach out to a, even if it's a random hotline number, somebody, a stranger that you don't know, just making that one initial crack will do something for you. Yeah. 
I agree. And I mean, again, this is just a testament to why I, I've been saying that I think you're you're a great person who's always willing to put others first. I mean, you literally just said like, hey, if you're listening to this and you're struggling, you need help, reach out to me. And that that just speaks volumes to the kind of person you are. And that's, you know, that's just something that I, I need to recognize and tell you like, you know, it's not, you're not saying that for any sort of greed or like, you want something out of it like you're doing it because you're just a good dude and you care about people and you want to to help people and like you know what it's you know what it's like to struggle and to go through dark times and you just don't want to exactly that and that's it's amazing exactly what it's like you're right i appreciate that you're right i know exactly what it feels like and i don't want people to go through that i don't need to know you but i know your pain and you need to live it yeah And kind of on that topic, man, you know, mental health, we've talked about it. You're a huge advocate for mental health. So, you know, I guess to to someone that's listening who might, might struggle with their own mental health, um, you know, what would you want to tell someone that, that is struggling with their mental health? That it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. It's okay to cry. It's okay to scream. It's okay to talk to yourself, to get yourself out of it. It's okay to feel the way you feel today but you got to get yourself up tomorrow and find a way to move forward from it because things are not going to get better. Just staying down. You need to get yourself up and move yourself forward, but it's okay to feel the way you feel, especially if you're a man, nothing against women or anything, but that whole cliche where men got to be tough and men got to be, no, you don't. You can have the same feelings as the person right next to you. It's okay to feel the way you feel. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's huge. Like it's okay to, to feel the way you feel and just also believe and have faith that the way that you're feeling right now, it's not going to feel forever. You can get better. You can get help. You can feel happy. You can feel all these good things and you deserve to feel those things too. It might take time. It might take work. It might take therapy. It might take, you know, medication. It may take exercise or nutrition. You know, it might take many of those things or some of those things, but it's, it's possible and you can do it. Exactly. Awesome. All right, man. So, you know, you mentioned that anyone can reach out to you if they, if they have anything or they want to talk about things. Uh, what's, what's the best way to, to get in touch with you? Is that going to be your Instagram? Yeah. Reach me on my Instagram. That's where I'm the most active because um, it's where I do everything where it comes to gym and fitness and even my family. I got one profile. It's all together. Reach out to me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. My email is even on there. And that's my personal email. I don't mind. I'm on it all the time. And we can go from there. You know, if you want a good laugh, my, uh, if you're feeling down and you want a good laugh, I have a TikTok up there and it's nothing but motivational and goofy videos <laughs> just to get you going. Put a smile okay. on your face. Perfect. Yeah. And I will put, uh, I'll put Brian's uh, Instagram and TikTok in the description of this episode. So uh, you can go down there, check it out, reach out to him. I mean, even if, if you, you know, if you're going through something, you, you need someone to talk to you, he's a great person. If you just want to see cool content about the gym and working out and um, just fitness and health and lifestyle, great account to follow, great person to kind of connect with and just learn from and see what he's up to. So definitely I would recommend you checking out his stuff. Um, it, it's a good place. It's a good time and um, just good energy all around. So again, I'll put all that in the description of the episode. But um, and do you have any last like thoughts or message that you want to leave to the people listening? It's okay to feel the way you feel, for real. I'm, I'm the most strongest person with feelings. Just reach out for help when you need it. Yeah, 
I love it. Reach out for help when you need it. Don't be afraid to. Um, Brian's said, you know, countless times you can reach out to him. I'll also put it out there. You can reach out to me. Um, I'm happy to help anyone just, just like he is. So, you know, if any, if you feel like you're struggling and you don't have anyone in this world that cares about you or that will help you or support you, here's two people right here that, that are willing to do that. So uh, reach out to either of us. But, you know, like we said in this conversation, just keep going. Just know it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, but know that things can get better. And whether it's one of us, you know, a friend, a family member, a mental health professional, just know that there's people out there that care about you and they want to help you when you need it. And it's okay to need it. Yep. Awesome. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on today. Um, great conversation. I know we'll have to, we'll have to link up again for maybe a part two of this and, uh, into some more stuff but it's a pleasure to just kind of getting to know you throughout the 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 years and uh to see the things that you've accomplished and you know i know this is just the start for you man i know you're going to continue to do some great things and it's an honor and privilege to to be surrounded by your energy and to call and uh you know i'm always going to have your back man and i'm just excited for what the future holds for you i appreciate you brother with all my heart man i'm always here bro you have my number give me a call i got you man i will and same to you give me a call anytime i always got you for sure, brother. All right, man. You take care. You too, man. Have a wonderful day. You too. Take care, man. Later.